Today's woman of the Bible is Rachel, presented by Queen Dominique. But I'm starting with Rachel, and Rachel is actually one of the wives of uh, Jacob. And if you are not familiar with Jacob, Jacob is actually the most important thing I think is that you should know that Jacob actually ends up uh, tricking his father into getting his brother's birthright uh, because Jacob was Jacob and Esau, I said his name right, Esau were brothers and he was um, holding on to his brother's foot. I just find that how crazy his birth story is of how he was holding his brother's foot when he came into the world um, or his heel. And then he ends up taking his brother's birthright because <laughs> he wasn't the firstborn and he was actually the secondborn. But he tricks his father and deceives him. And then his father gives, uh, instead of Esau getting everything and inheriting everything, uh, Jacob ends up inheriting everything. And one of my first notes that I want to read, but anyway, his father tells him to go and he wants him to marry, to go find, let me read this correctly. I'm in Genesis, the 28th verse. Um, is when we see Jacob, he's going out, and this is right before his father asked him not to marry Canaanite, but to go to a specific place, the house of Bethel, your mother's father, and marry one of the daughters of Laban. And so that's in uh, Genesis, the 28th verse. And then in Genesis, the 29th, not verse, y'all, chapter. In Genesis, 29th chapter is when uh, Jacob actually meets, he follow, he does what his father tells him and he goes, he goes and he meets uh, Rachel during in this chapter. Um, it says, Jacob resumed his journey and went to the Eastern country. He looked and saw a well in a field, three flocks of sheep were lying there beside it because the sheep were watered from this well, but a large stone covered the opening of the well. The shepherds would roll the stone from the opening of the water and water the, of the well and water the sheep when all the flocks were gathered th there. Then they would return the stone to place, they would return the stone to its place over the well's opening. Jacob asked the men at the well, My brothers, where are you from? We're from here, they answered. Do you know Laban? Do you know Laban, grandson of Nahar? Jacob asked them. They answered, we know him. He is well. Jacob asked, yes, they, they said. I mean, is he well? Jacob asked, yes, they said. And here is his daughter, Rachel, coming with his sheep. And I'm going to stop right here. I'm on, in verse, I'm about to start verse seven. So that was verse six. So Rachel, I want to give you a little bit of background about the name of Rachel. Rachel in let me make sure I tell you right, because I wrote Greek, and I think it's Hebrew, but her name, I wrote down Greek, um, and Greek is Ewa, and I might be spelling it, I was saying that wrong, it's E-W-E, her name actually stands for the female sheep, and so part of her job was taking care of the sheep, uh, um, her father's sheep, but that's what she's doing right now, she's getting ready to bring the sheep up the hill, and this is how she meets Jacob, all right, and one thing, I'm going to if you want to continue to read that chapter, uh, you can. So, but once they, once he finally sees her, they eventually uh, go back, and she's he's overwhelmed when he sees Rachel, and um, he actually gives her a kiss 
or no, he doesn't give her a kiss. He weeps. I'm sorry. He weeps. And, um, and then she escorts him back to her father's house and they, he introduces himself to Laban and he, and Laban is excited and immediately puts him to work when he finds out that's his relative in verse in chapter 29, verse 14, Laban said to him, yes, you are my own flesh and blood. After Jacob had stayed with him a month, Laban said to him, just because you're my relative, should you work for me for nothing? Tell me what your wages should be. Of course, Jacob wants to marry Rachel. Um, he ends up working seven years to wed Rachel. And instead, um, Laban had two daughters. He had Rachel and then he also had Leah. And I'm, somebody has already done Leah. But of course, we know you got the older sister and the younger sister, but he uh, he really likes Rachel. He said Rachel had, she had a nice body. Leah, um, they said she had some, she was good with her eyes. <laughs> so of course he was naturally attracted to Rachel. That's what he wanted. He said, I want Rachel. Let me marry Rachel. Um, and so of course he works up those seven years to try to get her hand in marriage. Um, and after he works, um, his father, uh, Laban, not his father, I'm sorry. Laban actually ends up deceiving Jacob. And I find it ironic because, you know, Jacob has already deceived his father and his life. And now he's getting that back <laughs> a little bit. And I want to kind of stop right here. One of the points that I wanted to make right here, Laban deceives uh, Jacob by allowing him to marry Leah instead. And then um, he gets her um or actually I guess they're partying don't even realize it maybe he's drunk but um they he sleeps with her and then in the morning he was like oh oh no this is Leah what in the world this is not Rachel this is not the woman you promised me so he goes back and he talks to um and he talks to Laban and Laban says oh no at my house you're not gonna do that I have to marry off my eldest daughter first and then you can marry my other daughter and he says, okay, well, let me uh, work seven more years. So he works seven more years in order to receive Rachel as his wife. So that's what ends up happening. Jacob getting deceived. Um, I wanted to put out a point right here that sometimes your struggles or delays can come from other people's sins. Because you're going to see in a minute that Rachel ends up going through some struggles. And not only is it one person, but it's two people that she's connected to that have ended up deceiving other people. I, I know that's what God spoke to me when I was studying. Sometimes it's not even about you <laughs> and why you're getting delayed. So, um, and you know, of course, if there are two women, so we have Leah and Rachel, two sisters, other things um, arise as we continue to read. So after Laban, um, now he's officially married to Leah and Rachel. They both end up getting um, maids. Their father gives them two maids. Um, Leah gets Zilpha um, as her um, slave. And then Rachel gets, end up getting maids or servants or slaves, whichever way you want to say it. And I'm going to skip down to chapter, I'm in chapter 29 still, and I'm in verse 31. When the Lord saw Leah was unloved, he opened her womb, but Rachel was unable to conceive. Leah conceived, gave birth to a son, and named him Reuben. 
For she said, the Lord has seen my affliction. Surely my husband will love me now. Of course, Leah being the first, and I'm pausing, of course, Leah getting married and to Jacob, Jacob didn't even want Leah. So of course he does not love her. And we know that uh, he, he was very attracted to Rachel. That's who he wanted in the beginning. But she was able to bear children. I'm gonna keep reading. I'm in verse 33. She conceived again, gave birth to a son and said, the Lord heard that I am unloved and has given me this son also. So um, she named him Simon. She conceived again, gave birth to a son and said, at last my husband will become attached to me because I have borne three sons for him. Therefore, he was named Levi. She was conceived again, gave birth to a son. This time I will praise the Lord. Therefore, she named him Judah. Then Leah stopped having children. Verse uh, chapter 30. When, Le when Rachel saw that she was not bearing Jacob any children, she envied her sister. Give me sons or I shall die, she said to Jacob. Jacob became angry with Rachel and said, am I in God's place? Who has withheld offspring from you? Then she said, here's my maid, Bilhah. Go sleep with her and she'll bear children for me so that through her, I too can build a family. So Rachel gave her slave Bilhah to Jacob as, as a wife. She slept with her. He slept with her. Bilhah conceived and bore Jacob a son. Rachel said, God has vindicted me. Yes, he has heard me and given me a son. So she named him Dan. Rachel's slave Bilhah conceived again and bore Jacob a second son. Rachel said, in my wrestling with God, I have wrestled with my sister in one. And she named him Nephaltali. When Rachel saw that she had stopped having children, she took her slave Zilpah. So they in competition now. <laughs> you having your slave have some children? I'm finna have my slave have some children. And gave her to Jacob as a wife. Leah's slave Zilpah bore Jacob a son. Then Leah said, what good fortune. And she named him Gad. When Leah slave Zilpah bore Jacob a second son, Leah said, I am happy that a, the woman called me happy. So she named him Asher. Reuben went out during the wheat harvest and found some mandrakes in the field. When he brought them to his mother, Leah, Rachel asked, please give me some of your son's mandrakes. And mandrakes, but Leah replied to her, isn't it enough that you have taken my husband? Now you also want to take my, my son's mandrakes. Well then, Rachel said, he can sleep with you tonight in exchange for your son's mandrakes. When Jacob came in the field that, that evening, Leah went out to meet him and said, you must come with me for I have hired you with my son's mandrakes. So Jacob slept with her that night. God listened to Leah and she conceived and bore Jacob a fifth son. Leah said, God has rewarded me for giving my, my slave to my husband, and she named him Isaac. Then Leah conceived again and bore Jacob a sixth son. God, God has given me a good gift, Leah said. This time my husband will honor me because I have borne six sons for him, and she named him uh, Zebulon. Later, Leah bore a daughter named and named her Dinah. Then God remembered Rachel. Then God remember Rachel. I'm in verse 32. Then God, uh, or I'm sorry, 22. 
Then God remembered Rachel. He listened to her and opened her womb. She conceived and bore a son. And she said, God has taken away my disgrace. She named him Joseph and said, may God, may the Lord add another son to me. And I'm going to stop right there. I can keep going. Ooh. Leah was basically, and I know we're not talking about Leah. The focus is on Rachel tonight. But I just want you to know that Leah was the unloved wife and Rachel was the beloved wife. Rachel was shapely and beautiful. And Jacob loved her for the, the second that he saw her bringing those, the, the flock of sheep. And we can see that, and that was Genesis 29, 9 through 18. But although um, Leah was fertile, Rachel was barren. So Rachel had her husband's heart and Leah had her husband's children. And so we kind of have the unloved Leah and then the childless Rachel. And back in those days, you know, it was women were supposed to have children. If they didn't have children, then that was basically, that was their worth. So Rachel kind of felt like I'm not worthy. I feel worthless because I, even though um, she knew her husband loved her, she still didn't feel that worth because she wasn't able to bear children. She felt like God, she, uh, she even went to him, like, give me some children or I'm gonna die. And he's like, I'm not God. You know, you take that up with God. I don't know why God's not giving you any children or why God's in, uh, I'm gonna go back. He said, why, um, who has withheld offspring from you? So God, that means God's uh, not allowing her to have children. And so she's just like, eventually okay have my maid at least let my maid have your children for you she's she belongs to me have my maid let let's let her have my children I really want to stop and just say this part um this is exactly what God spoke to me when I was reading and I had that kind of revelation of just like but she was the one that was loved but then okay she didn't see her worth and my question that I wrote down is, why don't you see what others see in you? Going back to the delay, like the delay is protection, can sometimes be protection against something. Protection from pride, from false idols, devil worshipers, false prophets, false teachers, false witness, uh, betrayal, your own disobedience. And I know that God, God calls us and that I have another scripture. Just know that even though you might be going through something like, God, why can't I have this? I just need this, God. This is what I'm longing for. She desired, she wanted children. And I don't know, I'm single and I'm 29 years old. And I've been, I think this year, cause when I hit 29, I was like, Lord, <laughs> I've been single. And I know there have been times when I have been doing exactly what I'm supposed to do. And I, Lord, I, I wanted a husband. 25, I said, I gave myself 25. I said, I want to get married. I want to have children. And then I'm now I'm like 29. So of course, when I'm like, okay, I'm 30 next year. I done went way past <laughs> my due date, Lord. What are you, where are you at? <laughs> where he at? I'm ready to pop these babies out. And, you know, when I was re studying Rachel, I was like, okay, Lord, why you, this, why you gave me Rachel? Cause you know, I was just upset about X, Y, Z. And now I'm up here studying about somebody that can't have children <laughs> or that you, even the fact that she was favored. And I had to think back to myself, oh my gosh, 
Dominic, you are so favored. <laughs> like, I, you have so much stuff. You can't even compare. I'm about to cry, y'all. Okay. You can't even compare yourself to everybody else. You are beloved. Like, I, I have things that people still don't have. And I look back, I'm like, oh, I just, you know, I just bought a house, <laughs> you know, and I did, I forgot how old I was. Was I 24? I think I was 24 when I bought my, I was 24 or 25 when I bought my house. And I was like, I, I just bought a house, <laughs> independent. <laughs> I did it by myself. <laughs> and my auntie, she was still like, girl, you got your house and a car with no cosigns. <laughs> I say, yes, ma'am. <laughs> and I don't, you don't realize how blessed you are. You know, there's a reason behind the delay. Let me go back to my notes. Right, verse 22. Uh, so I'm in chapter 30, Genesis chapter 30, verse 22. And it says, then God remembered Rachel. <laughs> and this, this really got me because I was like, okay, Lord, what you mean? Remember, you forgot about sis. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean you forgot about her? I actually did some research and I found that um, I'm going to read exactly from what I wrote. If God remembered Rachel in verse in, in uh, Genesis 30, 22, had he forgotten her sometime before then? And if God had never opened her womb, would he believe he'd forgotten her entirely? <laughs> or would we believe he had forgotten her entirely? But when you read Genesis, we discover this isn't the first time that God remembered one of his children. He remembered Noah and his creation, saving them from the flood. He remembered Abraham and saved Lot from the destruction of Sodom, Sodom and Gomorrah in Genesis 19:29. When God remembers someone, it's always followed by a beneficial act. <laughs> And you never read where God has ever forgotten anybody in the Bible. Instead, you're going to see things like in Psalms, verse 98, I mean, chapter 98, verse three, where it says he, re he has remembered his love and faithfulness to the house of Israel. And in Isaiah 49, 16, he says, look, I have inscribed you on the palm of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. <laughs> So, you know, did God forget about Rachel? No, he didn't. <laughs> did he ever forsake Rachel? No. He, uh, he treasured her this whole time. All along, he was treasuring her. Her worth was not, um, her worth was in his eyes, but her worth came from God. And I think sometimes, um, like I said, when I go back to, okay, I'm single Lord. Cause y'all, there are times where I'm just like, okay, Lord, I'm ready. And then I'm like, no, I'm not. I got all this stuff. I got to fix about me. Uh-uh, Lord, I'm not ready. I started backing away, <laughs> but I, I have to go back. Okay. Why are you feeling like this? Why, where's this desire coming from of even of marriage of even having children? I got to go back to what's the most important thing. And that's always going to be Jesus and God and his love. And he, where's my worth coming from? Just like Rachel had a problem with her worth coming from the world and having children. Like that was where she thought her worth was going to come from. Never mind that Jacob favored her and loved her. Um, even though her sister was having babies, you know, that's just hard when you sit there and got that competition and you start thinking about, okay, well, this person got married and this person got married and they've had children. Okay. That's that comparison. Just like Leah 
and Rachel. They were constantly sitting there comparing each other. And I don't know if I could live back in those days and sit there and have my husband have you know, many wives, because I'm going to sit up there. I know I'd I be jealous. No, you can't sleep with my servant and have no children. I don't know if I'll be that desperate. <laughs> but just to sit up there and have kids. But in the end, um, Rachel does have children. She ends up having two of Jacob's children. And she ends up, and this is where I see just like a generational thing. She ends up deceiving her father when he gets, uh, when uh, Jacob gets ready to leave Laban, because again, her father deceives her husband, and he hasn't been doing what he's supposed to do, um, as far as, we just gonna say Jacob gets deceived by Laban again, and he ends up leaving and fleeing, um, and then Rachel ends up taking one of her father's, um, one of their, like, their um, idols, or uh, something simple like a statue from her father's house. And he, he uh, stops them and they ended up uh, searching everything. And she has this underneath her, or she sits on it underneath her dress, I think. And it turns out that she tells her a story like, oh, it's that time of the month, I can't get up. Y'all are gonna have to search it, believe me, it's not here. And they end up leaving, but because she lied, she ends up dying during child, childbirth. So, you know, she gets these two children and ends up passing away. <laughs> and it's really a sad story, but we remember Rachel and she does contribute, but um, I can't imagine how many more children she was supposed to have. Um, how, you know, if she had been faithful or even just, a, you know, understood, you know, she, that she was loved and that she was worthy. Um, and been patient. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Queens, thank you so much for spending time listening to She Speaks Love podcast and being part of this amazing Sister Keeper community. Our heart is to bring you content that is educational, inspirational, relatable, and it encourages you to share the power of your voice. So you don't miss any of the conversations, we invite you to subscribe to She Speaks Love wherever you listen to podcasts. Please like, comment, and share. Follow us on our blog at shespeakslove.com. Links are in the show notes.